Today, if you can find it amenable, you'll just be suffering my voice. Originally, I did a very brief introduction to what this podcast was going to be about, but I'd like to expand on it here. The name of this podcast, outside of its deep-rooted ties to the BJJ community, also ties to my small photography project, Pohata Photography. And each of these endeavors were born of the same motivation. Particularly early on in my involvement at M-Theory Jiu-Jitsu, I started showing up with a camera. This was purely a selfish decision at the time, as I hadn't done a lot of sports photography, and the bright white environment of that gym seemed to me to be a good and challenging practicing grounds for the craft of photography. I was just hoping to get better at something, hopefully both jiu-jitsu and photography. From the very first time I did this, and nearly each time since, I got home to find myself inundated with messages from people wondering if I had gotten any decent shots of them and if I'd be willing to share. Clearly there was an interest not yet acknowledged here and a space to be filled. I also received many messages of sincere thanks for the photos, particularly those of families and favorite sparring partners and, well, awkward photos of friends to be used for memes. As I continue to practice, study other photographs from tournaments, and receive feedback from people who I had given photos, I found a common vein in the details that were most appreciated, but also most often not properly captured in a lot of what I found online. And those details are, well, the details. I think the best way I can explain what I mean is by asking you to picture the penultimate football photograph. Taken with a wide-angle lens from the perspective of the end zone, with a wide receiver front and center, exulting as he crosses the goal line with his arms extended, defeated defensive backs behind him, and the horizon line drawn by the group of thousands of fans in the stadium and bright lights up above them. Something tells me that you can not only picture this photograph in your mind, but that you've seen it or one like it before, and more importantly, you can feel that moment. This is what I tend to see as missing from a lot of jiu-jitsu and other combat sport photographs. So picture the same scene at a jiu-jitsu tournament, a photo you've commonly seen for sure, a wide angle taken from the side with two people tangled up on the ground, a referee standing right over them, the scoring table and a bright yellow fence behind them with the fluorescent lights humming up above. Not only does it not carry the same romance or the same grandiosity, but it also doesn't feel like jiu-jitsu or the experience of jiu-jitsu. Zooming in closer after the fact on what has happened in the entanglement, seeing the collar grips and leg entanglements and the tape-wrapped fingers and arm triangles and eyes bulging out, seeing all of this up close so that you can not only see the pressure, the grimaces, and the grit, but you can feel it. A good photograph, in my opinion, is felt more than it is seen. The iPhone picture from the sidelines of your friends and training partners is a good thing. Take that picture. But at best, it documents that they were there and they did a thing. A photograph of that moment can remind you, remind them, what really happened and it can draw your mind and emotions back to the totality of the day and the moment. The people who toiled alongside you for months 
and walked into the venue at your side and cheered your name from the sidelines. The experience of the day can be wrapped in the moments captured in the photographs. And that's where the human connection comes. That's where you feel a photograph. And I think the same thing can be said for conversation. Everyone listening to this has inevitably grabbed their instructor and a friend after an hour and a half of rolling to review a specific technique from the day. But everyone listening to this can also attest to the fact that generally the 30 minutes after an open roll, where everyone is lying seemingly lifelessly on the mats, is largely conversations not about jiu-jitsu or boxing or fighting. And in the same vein as Pohada Photography, the Pohada Podcast is hopefully focusing on those moments and the humanity therein also. So the photographs are a means to bring us closer to our friends and training partners, to bring us back to certain moments and how they felt, something that became more important than ever in 2020. And so too, I think, are good personal conversations. In 2020, I sent one photo, albeit a photo of a moment both men will remember for years to come, but one photo of Travis Redinger and Jeremy Clark to Travis, and part of his response was the following. I also have to tell you how much I appreciate you sharing these photos and making people smile. There is a lot of anger recently and depression with COVID isolation, and these are the things we need to be reminded are important. And the picture was of jiu-jitsu, but it really wasn't. The picture was the two of them embracing after Jeremy finished tying on Travis's brown belt. And I'm sure their conversations after that moment were probably in part about jiu-jitsu, but I'm also sure it was much more than that. So I started to think, as I looked at that photograph and many others like it I had taken, let's do the same thing with conversations. Let's hear the same old stories from friends we know. Let's hear new stories from them we never knew we missed. And let's get to know friends we haven't had the chance to yet and feel a little bit more connected again, feel a little bit more of what we feel when we look back at the photos. 